0: hello everyone and welcome back to astrology now podcast my name is christine rodriguez and in this segment we are going to be looking at the month of november we're doing the november horoscope and i remember that there was a time where i had to combine a new moon forecast with a monthly horoscope and i'm trying to avoid doing that so this is why the november horoscope is coming out early is because i want to go ahead and get it out so that next week, next Friday, we can pay special attention to the new moon in Swati. I like doing full segments for the new and full moon when it's possible. I don't think that it's completely possible to avoid all the time. It will be inevitable that it happens again, but if it can be avoided, I want to try to avoid it. So thank you for your patience and we can just talk about November early. The other thing I want to remind you all about is that I do have a monthly newsletter where all of these dates are written out for you. And sometimes there's information on the newsletter that I don't cover in the podcast and vice versa. So if you want more information and if you like having the dates written out for you, I do take the time to do that on my newsletter. If this sounds like something you're interested in, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga. On the first page, you'll just scroll to the middle of the page, drop your email, and you will be subscribed to those monthly newsletters. And please remember that I am using the Vedic sidereal system of astrology. So if you're coming from a Western tropical background, these signs are not going to be correct. So please keep that in mind before moving forward. If you want to calculate your Vedic sidereal birth chart, go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on offerings, and then chart to calculate your birth chart. So let's go ahead and talk about November. The tension is Building. It really is. And I was contemplating this before jumping on if I wanted to kind of do an overview of current events I've been seeing that are correlated to what we've been discussing. And I decided not to because I think that we're all inundated with the news all the time. And I don't want this to be yet another platform where you have to hear about atrocities and stressful things. So the astrology works. Trust me. Open up Apple News or wherever it is that you get your news, um, and check it out. The side effects of Mars being combust and you know these other hard aspects that we've been discussing—they're really hard to miss. It's very obvious. Uh, again, Raj, Rahu entering kritika is also incredibly obvious. So. Please keep that in mind. I may mention something from the news here or there, but I really do wanna be mindful about how much time we spend on that because I don't want this to be another place where you're inundated with news, but I'm gonna inundate you with astrological news. So let's go ahead and get into that. So again, the tension is building. And the reason I say that just to review is because November, we are going to have an eclipse. We're going to have a partial lunar eclipse. That is really going to set into motion even more intense events. Okay, so we're going to have an eclipse in November. Mars is going to enter the sign of Scorpio not long after that. And what's gonna happen then? Mars is going to pass over those degree points, the degree points of the eclipse, which are always sensitive degree points. We talked about this a few podcasts ago. That is going to bring intensity. Mars is accidents and injuries and aggression K2 can also represent these things Mars is then going to conjoin K2 for December and then at the end of December we are going to have a hard aspect between Saturn and Uranus again so for these next couple of months for these next couple of weeks I should say it again we're building in intensity the events around us I believe are going to grow even more in intensity. But I do want to talk about these important dates. I want to talk about what we can focus on on an individual level. Because when I say intensity is building, it's totally possible we're going to feel it in our individual lives. And we have to remember that our inner experience and how we choose to live our life, how we choose to act, the words we choose to say, what we choose to spend our time doing, this is all within our control. I think that the intensity is really going to be what we're seeing in the outer world. So again, let's go ahead and talk about these important dates in November. And so for November, I feel like the theme is going to be around freedom, power, influence, maybe even rebellion. And the reason that I say that is because we're really moving into Libra season in Vedic astrology. The sun has already been in Libra, but as we move into November, we're going to see Mercury enter Libra on let's see Mercury is going to enter Libra on November 2nd and will be there until November 21st and then Mars is going to be in Libra and Mars is going to be in Libra until December 5th so the reason that I'm saying all of this is because when Mercury and Mars are in Libra they're going to be activating those nakshatras and In the earlier degrees of Libra are the nakshatras of Swati and then the nakshatra of Vishaka. And Swati is a nakshatra that is associated to freedom. It hates confinement. It hates having to do what other people are doing. It wants to be free. It wants to be spontaneous. There's a lot of freedom in thought. There's a lot of freedom in expression. And so anything that tries to confine that it hates it it wants to have its personal freedom and it wants to do what it wants to do. Vishaka is the nakshatra right after Swati the, and I should say Swati is ruled by Rahu which is karmic. Vishaka is going to be ruled by Jupiter and this is another nakshatra. it is literally there's an obsession with defeating rivals. With vishaka it's like a warrior it wants to overcome things it wants to use its power it's associated to victory and triumph and success and so when we have these really intense planets particularly the sun and then of course we're going to have mars even mercury moving through these nakshatras it's going to bring this energy into our global environment in addition to that saturn is aspecting saturn is a malefic aspect And Uranus is aspecting. So this means that Saturn, it's applying its force, it's applying its power, and it's giving it directed energy. Uranus is sudden events. It's electricity. It's revolution as well. And so with these two planets, aspecting Libra, right? Aspecting the sign of Libra, which contains the nakshatras of Swati and Vishaka. And then we have the sun, Mars, and Mercury moving through those nakshatras. We're going to see a lot of this energy in the global atmosphere. And I'm not referring to one side. Okay, I think that we are going to be seeing it in many different people. And we have to remember that freedom looks different to everybody. Expression looks different to everybody. What a success is is going to be totally dependent on the individual that you're talking to. But what I think this is going to do is give this forcefulness and give this power and give this rebellion to people. And that's why I premised all this by saying: I think that the theme of November is power, influence, rebellion, rebellion, freedom. We're going to see a lot of that. And I do think that this could happen in extreme ways and i think it's going to be happening with organized forces and unorganized forces this is my personal belief so take that for what it's worth so looking at the dates i feel like i've said that five times okay let's look at the dates we're actually going to look at the dates now so when we start off in november on november 1st venus is going to be in sagittarius And this is super significant on an individual level and then globally. So Venus is going to be in Sagittarius from the beginning to the end of the month. From November 1st until November 13th, Venus is going to be in Mula Nakshatra. On an individual level, I want you to be mindful of feeling distant or disconnected. I also want you to really spend time with spiritual studies and occult sciences. Mula is so amazing with all of these things spiritual studies and diving into the depths of information interpersonally because Venus has so much to do with our interpersonal affairs again this is November 1st through the 13th we want to be mindful of feeling disconnected or distant what it's a great time to focus on is digging to the depths of things asking penetrating questions this is what Moolah is all about so allowing attention and energy to be on other people asking them why they feel the way they do or the way they think you know asking them why they think the way that they do ask them about their opinions get to the root of things okay from november 13th until the end of november venus is going to be in the nakshatra of purva ashada so on a personal level this is a really passionate time you may be feeling a lot of independence and again personal power but what I want you to watch out for is disputes, arguments, being overly critical. This can happen with Porva Ashada. And again, having some kind of like nitpicky mentality. But what is so significant is that Venus in Porva Ashada is associated with war and the declaration of war. So have your eye on that. As Venus is moving through Sagittarius, particularly the 13th through the end of the month, Venus is going to be in this next stretcher of Purva Ashada. It's going to retrograde in December. So Venus will move into Capricorn, retrograde, and then move back into Sagittarius. So I'm definitely keeping a close eye on that. On November 2nd, Mercury is going to move into the sign of Libra it's going to stay in Libra until the 21st. And again, as Mercury is in Libra, it's going to move through those nakshatras. It'll be in Chitra nakshatra and then entering Swati Vishaka. And then it will enter into um, Scorpio again on the 21st. But for most of the month, Mercury is going to be in Libra, which again, Mercury is the media is what we see on the media It's what we see on the news. As I was talking about, with what these next nakshatras represent in terms of not wanting to be confined and wanting to have freedom of thought and expression, wanting to have success and victory, polarization in the news, people really standing up for what they believe in and being incredibly vocal. We're going to see so many more people probably people of prominence stepping forward and vocalizing their opinion to attempt to sway individuals to get people influenced that's especially vishaka vishaka is all about influence okay so i i would expect to see even more of that on november 4th we have our new moon in swati and it is opposed by uranus and remember that the new moon is always a time of setting intentions So on an individual level on November 4th, when we have this new moon, this is an opportunity for you to look at your personal life, how you lead your life, and consider that freedom, right? Freedom in how you speak, freedom in how you think, freedom in how you expand. And it could be a time and we'll, Spend extra time on this on an individual podcast for this new moon. But just ahead of time, focusing on what freedom means to you and how are you creating that in your own life? How can you manifest more freedom, more free time, more time for yourself, time to simply be rather than trying to do and be productive? As I was mentioning, this new moon will be aspected by Uranus. So I want everyone to be mindful of sudden events and accidents and injuries because the new moon can bring these things so be particularly careful on november 4th on november 10th mercury and mars are going to be completely conjunct in the sign of swati so we may see extra polarization this day be mindful of disputes be mindful of arguments in our own life when mercury and mars are together it creates like this lawyer effect where we want to prove our case no matter how hard we have to try so there may be people in your life who are a little extra confrontational and you yourself may be extra spicy. Try not to get whisked away by it. Try to stay grounded, not get too caught up in conflict around November 10th on November 16th, the sun is going to enter Scorpio. And so the sun will be in Scorpio from November 16th until December 16th. So happy birthday, all of our Scorpio friends. If your sun is in Scorpio, I hope you have a wonderful birthday month. Happy birthday. And this will be an interesting time to have a birthday because the sun will be in Scorpio and it will be with K2. So on a personal level, we all want to be mindful of our ego, of how we perceive ourselves, of how we feel when our sense of self is challenged. And what do I mean by that? If we have a belief, if we have an opinion, and someone feels contrary to it, sometimes it can feel like an actual threat against us. When in reality, it doesn't matter if people disagree or agree. Okay, a lot of the time, I will say there are there are certain circumstances where it will matter, of course, but a lot of the time, if someone has a different opinion than us, it is okay. So our egos may be brushing up against other egos, we may be feeling threatened by other people's opinions. But it's a really divine spiritual opportunity to take a few steps back and remind ourselves of who we are beneath the surface, who we are below the thoughts, below the emotions, below the socioeconomic background, below the family? Who are we deep at our center? And is it different than the person next to us? Because at the center, we are all the same. And that's what K2 teaches. K2 is the only planet that is trying to pull us out of this material world. Every single planet in our chart is attaching us. K2 wants to liberate us and take us out of this material world for our betterment. So as the sun and K2 come together, it's this incredible spiritual opportunity. So have that on your radar for sure. And in the outer world, we may see, because the sun is also leadership, it's also people like presidents, CEOs, again, these bigger forces. K2 separates K2 can also have this intense energy with it. So, we want to be mindful of leaders. We want to be mindful of people in charge. They are going to continue to have a lot of stress. And again, we've seen this already. We've known this was going to happen with Sun in Libra. So, continue to watch and continue to be mindful because we are going to continue seeing this stress and, and these difficulties. Um, the other thing that I do want to say is that this uh, Venus, I was mentioning Venus and Purva can represent war. And this is on the ascendant of the United States chart. So I would be lying if I said I wasn't concerned. And then as planets start moving into Scorpio, and that will be later in November and into December, to be honest with you, that's when I am actually a little bit more concerned because we are going to have K2 and Mars in the 12th house of the U.S. chart and I don't that's not my favorite and I had somebody recently ask me if they should travel around that time and I actually advised them not to I said I would not travel out of the country in December so take that for what it's worth be extra careful especially as we move deeper into December because K2 and Mars when they come together they can represent attacks and injuries and it's in the 12th house of the united states chart which is foreign places and also hidden enemies so we just want to be extra extra careful and so i just want to throw that out there because i i wanted to mention that with venus and i forgot but please do keep that in mind okay so on november 19th this is when we are going to have the lunar eclipse that is going to kind of kick off some more intensity. And the moon is going to be in this lunar eclipse, the moon is going to be in Kritika with Rahu. We've already talked about what this can represent. Kritika is a warrior, it can represent cutting, severing things away, standing up for what we believe to be true. The sun is going to be in Vishaka. If you're in the United States, because there, if you move forward a couple of hours, it will change. But in Central Standard Time in the U.S. and Canada and Mexico and, and these countries, the sun is going to be in Vishaka. This is another nakshatra that represents triumph, defeating rivals. This is such a powerful eclipse. And so in the outer world, I don't think I need to say any more than that. I do think that there are going to be events occurring that are dangerous and on an interpersonal level for the world that we can create for ourselves with our actions this is such an amazing opportunity to look at our obstacles you know that could be something that is self-inflicted it could be an addiction it could be a negative thought pattern it could be a negative tendency a distorted thought pattern It could be something in the outer world, something that we're working with at work or someone that we're encountering. And this is such an amazing opportunity to gain insight and clarity into how you can overcome these things, how you can channel your innate forces. And sometimes, as we've talked about before, a good warrior doesn't necessarily need to apply force directly. It can wait and be pensive and be reflective and change their own strategy without necessarily having to confront something head on in a physical way and so again we are going to talk all about this as the time approaches i'll make sure and have a special podcast on this eclipse because it's going to be so powerful on a personal level and i want to talk about it i think it's such an inspiring time so have an eye on the eclipse on November 20th Jupiter is going to enter Aquarius so Jupiter has already been in Aquarius it retrograded back into Capricorn it's going to be in Capricorn until November 20th and then from November 20th until April 3rd Jupiter will be in Aquarius once again and I honestly I like this I like Jupiter in Aquarius I think it's going to bring a lot of benefit I think that it will bring more clarity and more truth to the environment and i say that because neptune is currently in aquarius as well and neptune is illusion and deception it's something that's not real but appears real so much of what we see on television so much of what we hear is very neptune and i think it's interesting because neptune is transiting the third house of the united states the third house is the house of media whatever we see on TV, whatever we hear on the radio, it's all third house stuff, whatever we read on social media. It's in the third house for the United States. Jupiter is going to move over the third house. Jupiter is the opposite. Jupiter is the truth. Jupiter is expansion and philosophy and religion, its ethics and virtue. And so as Jupiter moves closer to Neptune, I do think that we will start seeing more of the truth more authenticity. So I like Jupiter and, um, excuse me, I like Jupiter and Aquarius. I think that's going to be a pretty positive transit. On November 23rd, the sun and K two are going to be completely conjoined at seven degrees, um, which again, I think on a personal level, it can be highly spiritualizing, a really big opportunity for spiritual pursuits. And then of course, on the outer world and the global spectrum we want to be mindful of the leaders and people who are in power absolutely and so just to wrap this up we're building towards intensity the most important event this month or the two most important events i would say (laughs) the three most important events is going to be that new moon at the beginning of the month jupiter moving into aquarius is huge And the eclipse. The eclipse takes the stage. That is going to kick us off. Okay. It's going to start off with the eclipse. Mars is going to move over those degree points later in the month into December. Then Mars is going to join K2, which is accidents, injuries, attacks. Then we are going to move into that Kalasarpa yoga in December. And keeping in mind that Kala Serpa Yoga is Time Serpent Yoga. It's when all of the planets are hemmed between Rahu and Ketu. So it's almost like they're in this karmic vortex. And so much change happens so rapidly. And so we're going to see that at the end of 2021 into 2022. And we can continue talking about next year and all of that. So there's some intensity in the air. And as I was mentioning, there's still so many opportunities to focus on ourselves. So in the outer world, this theme of Swati, this theme of Vishaka, but on our personal plane, looking at our own freedom, looking at our own expansion, looking at our own adversities or obstacles... This is the opportunity to dig deep and reframe our minds to see the freedom that we have access to and to see the freedom that our own actions can create for us. Because a lot of the time, our own kind of imprisonment, not all the time, but a lot of the time, our imprisonment is a consequence of our actions and we may not even be aware of it. So this is the opportunity to see how our actions are keeping us in a certain pattern or keeping us in a certain way of thought. It's an opportunity to break free of that and liberate ourselves. Also remind ourselves to stand up for what we believe in and not shape ourselves to fit the bill, not shape ourselves to to have harmony with everyone and shape shift depending on who we're with. What do you believe in? What matters to you? The people who love you and respect you are going to honor that even if it's different than how they see things. So this is a really amazing time for all of us to focus on these things. And again, the expansion of thought, are we confined to a bubble? Are we confined to one way of thinking? Is it time to expand our mind, expand our perspective, meditate, do mantra, read transcendental texts? you know, listen to other people and truly hear what it is that they're trying to say that can be so expansive. And then of course, as I was talking about with Venus, (laughs) asking penetrating questions, focusing on others, giving others our time and attention, also digging deep within ourselves. And then of course, once Venus enters Purva Ashada, I think it was on the 13th is what we said, um, being really mindful of nitpicking. And allowing ourselves to express and be passionate. And Purva Ashada is ruled by Venus. So being artistic, indulging ourselves in Venusian activity. So I do hope this was helpful. I hope that you can mark down your calendars and get this all organized for yourself. And again, sign up for my newsletter if you want to have everything written out for you. Because I do organize it all. And then you will have it all squared away in one place. If you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can go to my website innerknowing.yoga. To schedule yourself, you can email me any questions at astrologynowpodcast@gmail.com. At Please follow me on Instagram astrologynow_podcast and learn how all of these transits are going to affect you personally on Patreon, patreon.com/astrologynowpodcast. And if I sound like a space cadet, it's because I am officially a dog mom. I adopted one of the fosters (laughs) and it's hard work so thank you for bearing with me I hope that all of this was helpful and comprehensive and again I will see you all very soon thank you so much for listening to this podcast and giving me someone to share astrology with I really appreciate it and again I, I do hope that it's helpful again my name is Christine this is Astrology Now thank you so much